0: What time it is. That Bad pill, Kiki J, get in the game. Tune in, turn it on, turn it up, make it yeah. on. Put it on your laptop, iPad, mobile phone. Come on. Get in the gang. game. Get in the game. Get in the game. Yeah. Get, the get in the game. Kiki J and Fat Pimp, Who? Kiki J and Fat Pimp, Hold oh. H- up, wait, that's them, hey. turn this up like backflips, turn this up on SoundCloud, turn this up on Vertigo, Who? turn this up on iTunes, hey. turn this up like that. Hey, ringing the bell, giving the game, talking to all the celebrity hey. names, saying it all, doing the same, showing you niggas how to entertain, learn something, get it off your chest, hey. say whatever you want to say, huh? time to laugh your ass off with Fat Pimp and uh-huh. Kiki J. Tune in, turn it on, turn it up, make it yeah. on, put it on your laptop, iPad, mobile phone, Come on. Get in the game, get in the game, get in the game, yeah. get in the game. Hey.
1: Well, um, one thing that uh, we do see in the wash is that your uh, girlfriend, uh, uh, is she your girlfriend in the in the uh, series? So, yeah. uh-huh. Well, she seems to really stick by your side no matter what you're going through. It seems like you're kind of going through a crisis uh, on a daily yeah.
2: Yeah, you know you know, Mark is uh Mark is kinda uh in his own way and uh she's trying to be his voice of reason. Um and Mark is just not trying to hear it. he yeah. ain't trying to hear it and I don't wanna give too much away for the people who haven't seen all eight episodes. But you know, I just hope Maya stay with him.
1: Well she I seems to stay down, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Even she, whenever she hangs out with her girlfriends, she's careful not to say true. anything. Mm-hmm. You know bad about him or, yeah. you know, paint him as anything less than a great boyfriend. Yeah, Smart. You know what I'm saying? Which
3: is <laughs> more women like that. Exactly,
1: right? I, lo- I love yeah. that about this series is that, you know, the relationship between you two is uh, for all, I haven't seen all the episodes, yeah. but for for the most part, a good, healthy relationship. It definitely right?
2: is. And, and the great thing about uh, us in the writing room is we want to make sure that we uh, set up Mark with a, a, some great support around it. He has his wife, I mean, he has his girlfriend, he has uh, his best friend Eric, he has his parents who are trying to give him and feed him like this really good advice on like, hey, because bro, you good, you're overdoing it. And then you have, you have some bad voices, but at the same time, you know, Mark's just not trying to hear none of that. He's just yeah. so stuck in his ways, man. He don't want to be watching no more. He's trying to be out here, he's trying to be, you know, young Migos. He trying to, try to get
1: it, He trying to get it. Well, one thing that we see in a lot of uh, African American series right now is. Uh, the family unit, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying when we watch This Is Us just came back last night, and there's a great, you know, family dynamic with um, with uh, uh, Randall, who's the lead, who's one of the lead characters in that series. When you're writing this, how important was it for y'all, like you said, to keep you know relationships um, uh, from not Real- always being negative right. and, and, and being authentic?
2: Right, I mean, when you see. Um- black cinema, like in the past, who always painted in the negative light, you never really saw, you know, aside from Bill Cosby, right. you know, a great family uh, construct, right? Um, and I think we were kind of oblivious to the fact, of, I don't think it was like a huge focal point to make sure that we had family, but um, we wanted to make sure that, you know, Mark felt some support somewhere to show like the kind
4: of juxtaposition of him running from it. I think one thing we wanted to do was not have monolithic characters and, mm-hmm. you know, one of our more intriguing characters is the drug dealer, yeah. and when people think drug dealers. ah, like, oh, this shows a stereotypical show. This drug dealer is a bookworm. Yeah. So in the show, he uh, he cites Greek mythology uh, at one point, Othello, Sordomacles, uh, psychological terms like when he's psychoanalyzing uh, Mark in the show, he says, "Well, you know, you're suffering from uh, self-actualization. You're trying to reach this the yeah. high the level of the pyramid of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's what you're trying to reach." So we tried to have like different type of characters in the show. Um, so as far as the, the, the family unit, we do have a scene with his parents. Um, so we do, and then at, at the end, you hear it from the parents again. Mm-hmm. So we tried to have that unit. It's not something we really focus on because we didn't, we don't necessarily have all of them in the same place at one right. time, but we wanted to explore just like regular everyday, you right. know, uh, relationships.
1: Well, and, right. and, and, and from a black perspective, just being able to see like he goes to therapy,
4: you know, I mean, that's
1: a big thing. Like we don't in black families and black, uh, right. culture, like therapy now
3: is okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's uh, in and everybody mental has, mental has a therapist real. now, right. but I mean, look, it's 2018 and we're just now okay yeah, with that.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, and Mark went to a different type of therapist, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh yeah. he, he definitely went. And I, but I definitely agree with what you're saying, especially about, uh, about mental health uh, and things like that. You know, I some, uh, close family members and close friends who've gone through that stuff you know it's important like you see these people kind of like their lives and they don't know why and nobody knows why and no one to say hey go see somebody go talk to somebody
4: so yeah, yeah. and well, another thing when we talk with the characters as well and the scenes like there's some scenes that we get kind of highbrow like it's like exploring like getting deep and then some other scenes is like it's out of line it's offensive yeah, yeah. but it's like my wife's like ah guys really talk like that Yes, yeah, like yeah, yes. Yeah. like it's offensive. Right. It's yeah. offensive as fuck, yeah. you know. Yeah. But we wouldn't be true to you know like real life uh, conversations and, right. and who we are as like older millennials yeah. um, if we didn't have that type of stuff in there. We can't just be all you know PC the entire show, right. Right now, which we're so far from that. Yeah. Yeah. Sidebar: I just seen today, uh,
3: New York is the first state to do um, mental health, mental health uh, like diet, school. yeah, schools now, in kindergarten twelve. 12. They gonna they gonna really? see if you got yeah. mental health issues. They are gonna yeah. get you counseling if you need it, and they gonna also show you how to deal with it, you know, right. with the society. So I think that's, that's right. Like, yeah, yeah, because I look back and I think about a lot of people I know that committed murders or people that uh, I'm starting to see a lot of people doing suicide now, yeah. and I kind of wonder what would happen if they would have the
4: tackled this in uh, school, you know, at an early age. They, would deal with the they probably would still been mm-hmm. here. You know, you see that a lot with social media where if you pay attention to some folks, they just start gushing their feelings out on Facebook. When if they could start that early, at me? I just you
1: know.
4: But if you, if if we were open and okay to do that, you know, when, when you in high school you all hard and stuff like that, and then you grow up and you start exploring your feelings. If you maybe you know maybe right. early yeah. on explore that, right. maybe that cuts down on all the drinking you do when you get to college right. or right. post high school, and you don't. Ain't, ain't how you're trying to break <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I
1: think we all have a little bit of PTSD. Oh, we all do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think everybody
2: does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody you know. You need, you know, uh, you just need something to put this up in a I guess a cathartic situation where you just kinda yeah. like let everything out. You know what I mean? And I'm lucky to have that. Like my wife, you know, we can sit down, we can talk about your day or talk about, you know, all the stuff that's going on with you. But as a kid, I can remember, you know, mom, you know. She at work, and it's just me and the siblings at home, and I'm dealing with some stuff that I don't even know how to handle. And you just like, start punching holes in the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking, and, yeah. and then mom comes home, and she's wondering, why are you punching holes in the wall? And she ain't even trying to hear your explanation. She just want to know why this hole in the wall, and she got a belt on your head. So, yeah. you, know, <laughs> man, you know, for real. So, you know, you just need somebody to find uh, I like would encourage people. Ask, talk to your friends, talk to your kids. Get these feelings out, man, because you don't want them to grow up, be 20, 20 25, and they
1: to be and damaged right they to be well one thing that's interesting is that y'all are both married
2: yeah. right yeah.
1: and I just read a report today that's that um,
2: that's,
1: that's, that's gay. no that is game definitely I read a report though that yeah. was saying that Millennials okay. are now um, you know the divorce rate has gone down one because they're waiting longer to get married exactly. and two because um, I think it was because they're 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 trying to start their careers and whatnot first, or they're just choosing not to get married at all. Yeah. So how did that how, how did how did your marriage kind of factor into the writing of the watch?
4: There's there, there's a lot of um, of real life situations in it, and, and their relationship with the main character. So they've been together for like four or five years, right? And they haven't gotten married. So you see you can you can see that coming as far as that being a bubbling issue. And it reflects us as our age. I didn't get married till I was 30, right? And um, I think the divorce rates dropping with us uh, older millennials is that, you know, it goes back to sociology. It says if you get married too young, you're more likely <laughs> to get uh, divorced because... Go out of you go, you go out of well, yeah, you don't know what the hell you want, right. you know? Right. And if you get married way too late, then you got a, a higher chance of getting divorced because you're stuck in your ways. Mm-hmm. But there's a sweet spot. So us millennials might have just lucked into it by right. the mere fact that we're getting married later, and maybe it's because and not best-selling me, because I come from a single-parent home, I never met my pops, um, the, a lot of kids probably growing up probably saw a lot of divorces. Baby boomers get divorces like it's going out of style, so right. we might have waited a little longer until we met somebody that was like, I, right. you know, just not married the first person, we might married like the third, fourth, or 20 How long should life. a man wait?
2: Before they get
3: married? Yeah. I've been want to ask like other other know, men who who that like, uh
4: I think I
2: was, with my, I was with my wife for about eight years okay. uh, before, you know, before we got married, I got married at 28. Right, and um I had to make sure it was right, man. Like, yeah. I, I, if I would have did that, you know, 23, yeah, I'm sure I would have I been divorced by right now. Cause I've turned, I've been like four different people from yeah. from 20 to now so 31. Now. Yeah. No, for real. Yeah, and but now I know who I am. I know what I want in life. You yeah. know what I mean? And she knows what I want in life, but I know what she wants in life. You know
4: what I mean? So, I, I, my, I, I was on with my wife uh for two years. We dated for yeah. two years. But I had been in a few relationships, so I knew what I didn't like and you know I met her, you know, she I was happy all the time around her, you know, yeah. we we got together, chemistry was great, she's a hustler, I'm a hustler, we got very ambitious goals in life. I hooked him up. He yeah. he, he kind of initiated that. Um, okay. But we went to college together, had the same friends. Yeah. Um, actually one of the girls that uh, in the show, Carmen, she's his work wife. Mm-hmm. Um oh,
1: okay. yeah, me yeah. and
4: her were she hosted my hip hop TV show in college. And it's her sorority sister, but me, and my wife didn't know each other. Yeah. So when I met her, she had texted her real quick. She's like, "Oh, yeah, it's cool." Um, but yeah, so you know, check on yeah, t- two years, and we Oh gotta, yeah,
1: we got to check, check, check with the homegirls. <laughs> we kind of sure figured
4: it out. Uh, we did the whole usual millennial thing: lived together for about a year, yeah. actually bought a house together before we was married. Mm-hmm. But I Ooh, en- that's risky. I engaged. I-, I proposed a month later. So I kind of knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, that's super risky, isn't it? Yeah. And she yeah. tells me after she was like. You know, people were like, "What the hell?" You
2: I know, you right, boy. The hell, you know you <laughs> yeah. Know. you know But to yeah. answer the question. Though, but to answer your question, no, well, you, I think when you know, you know.
3: Thank right. I you. That you. was it. That was it. Okay. You
4: know, you know.
3: This is this is like an off the wall question coming from where y'all come from. How y'all so like level headed, bro? Because I know a lot of people from Hialeah Hills ain't never left Hialeah Hills, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. I look at y'all. Y'all, y'all talk educated. You know, uh, y'all kind of know what y'all want to say. Uh, well, um, y'all y'all off, focus. Y'all just focus, man. That, that to me motivates me. When I first met y'all, uh, when we was at the movie premiere. We yeah, got to talk. Yeah. When I left, I was like, man, them dudes really got that shit together. Thank you. Said that. How did y'all? How did y'all like? What motivated y'all? How did you stay focused and not become victims of your neighborhood?
2: The neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. The neighborhood, man. Like, uh, quite honestly, I got a lot of my work ethic from hustlers. Yeah. Seeing them get out and get it. Yeah. You know what I mean. How friends grow up and get into it with who are educated. Like these guys, you know, could have easily, you know, got in corporate America, went to yeah. college and did whatever they wanted to do. But, you know, fear, right? You know, the fear of the unknown. They don't want to get out and, and experience something new. Right. Quite honestly, bro, I didn't start interacting with white people on a regular basis until I was 20 years old. i, I for real, I did, I did not know I'd handle. him. I mean, this guy, but you yeah. know, he from the hood, he don't count, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I it was a huge culture shock. But you know, I, I made it a point to figure out how, how they move, how everybody move—Asians, right. you know, uh, 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 Muslim, everybody. Right. You know what I mean? And then this is a natural hunger, uh, a natural hunger for me, man. I want to win in life. Period. Like that. Period. Like uh, I've been, I've been real heavy on Will Smith lately, man. Like I put Will Smith up there with Galileo. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All these dope philosophers, man, because right. he always speaks from like from like the heart and from like a, a true place. Uh, uh,
4: just know, her. like he's been through a lot, man. Right. It's just so inspiring. But um, I say, from my standpoint, is and it's gonna sound bad. I love my mom to death, but I didn't want to be my mom. Like growing yeah. up, like on welfare for eighteen years. Like should, should we should we was homeless at one point, living in shelters, like yeah. all around Dallas. Like right. I was. At, they thought I was retarded at one point because I went to six schools in one year, and like that was that was screw with you, right? We settled in one spot at one time, and my grades went from C's to A's in like a matter of like six months, and they were like. I, because we stopped moving, right, right? right? So eventually, like, eventually it was just kind of like, you have to, growing up, where we grew up, it, there's no safety net. You right. know, you're not Donald Trump's son, so if you screw up, you're going to have a safety net. So when I got to go to college in UT, it was a big culture shock. Because I went from Warner yeah. Hutchins to mm. UT. Mm. Yeah. So that's why I created my own hip-hop show when I got there. So I created my own little culture. Right. But uh, at UT, I really learned how to code switch, right? Yeah. And I had this advisor, he was like, man, I don't know, sometimes I don't know if you got a gun. <laughs> he's like, he's like well, it's a good thing, man. You can go to a hip-hop show, and yeah. then you can walk over to a boardroom and kind of coach. Like both but I learned yeah. that like yeah. by my senior year in college. Because when I first got there, it was crazy. Because at Wilmer Hutchins, like, in around like, South Dallas, like, you know, if somebody talks noise to you, like, you really ain't going to sit and talk. You're just going to fight, right. right? Yeah. And I had that mentality when I went to UT, and I got, <laughs> got in a few fights. and yeah. uh, a lot of fights. A lot yeah. of fights, but. Uh, well,
1: you uh, weren't messing with yeah. them East Texas boys. Nah. are No.
4: No, nah, <laughs> Oh, it's huge. You got, well you got cats it's not necessarily east coast cats it's like cats that come from the suburbs yeah. and they, they come to college especially at a school like UT and you don't know them anymore and they think they can be something they not right. so they try to act hard but then when they run up against cats that at UT like there's a few cats that go to Texas and back when it was 10, top 10% rule like there'd be some real cats like we ain't like no killers or nothing like that but you still you, bust your ass yeah you, you, still, like, you bust you their ass and they'll, tr- they'll pull their card and then <laughs> yeah, yeah and then i wouldn't talk and i just you know i just fight them but eventually yeah. i grew out of that but uh yeah it was just kind of like knowing you ain't got no safety net yeah. and having to figure it out and even still now i'm trying to figure it out i'm yeah. like man yeah. how do you how do you get beyond like like with the web yeah. like with the web series like all right now we created something like we think is dope it can be doper if we get more resources but now how do we go from creating and hustling and making this stuff happen with no budget to how do we get in front of Netflix? Right. How do we get yeah. in front of Hulu? How do we get in front of HBO? Because we ain't got connections. If we had connections, I guarantee you, Reason. somebody would have already passed Reason. us along, right? Yeah. Somebody would have pushed us into an interview right. or into a pitch meeting, but, now, but we got to do the same thing we did, is like hustle to get yeah. into that position.
1: Well, that's the one thing that impressed me whenever I met y'all for the first time and, and saw the web series was like, dang, they actually came up with a concept yeah. and created it and finished it yeah. and put it out there for everybody because. I mean, hey, I've dealt with people, and it's mm-hmm. not always uh, easy to deal with our people in our community yeah. on business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because there's a ball that gets dropped right. in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So you know, kind of piggybacking on what what Fat said, but you have to have a like-minded, you know, agenda and goal in order to start something, go yeah. through yeah. go go through the growing pains yeah. of it, and come out on the other side, right? Yeah. Okay.
4: It- it's really all about setting the tone. And there's a lot of people out here looking to be led. You know, there's not a lot of leaders in this world. So if you can give somebody a plan of action and say, hey, and do it in a, in a professional manner. I'm real because when I worked at ESPN, like, they, like, super crazy. I thought I had this crazy boss, man. He's, like, every single frame, every single frame of video, every single pixel, everything was so important. Oh, man, this crazy, man. But now I'm that guy, you know. Yeah. And when, yeah, people, yeah. When, people, <laughs> when people see that and when people – they they realize they gotta bring their game up, and you weed through like a lot of like like people that aren't dedicated. Like we had a casting call, we had three hours, of people come through and try out. I was gonna say, how and did you pick the cast? They, and there was a lot of people that we had to tell no that were decent, but you know somebody else was was better, or they not that they were better, they were better for the part. Right. So um, so yeah, it's for me, it's about setting the tone of professionalism from jump. Like that, so like when he uh,
2: first approached me with him, he sent me like the first draft of, of the script. You know, I jumped right in it and started writing scripts back and forth. And, you know, this guy, being the experienced, I'm sending him scripts in, like, email form. So there's no structure to it at all. It's just like, okay. he's like, bruh, you got to get Final Draft. Like, you got to get some software to do this the right way. Yeah. So he's always been kind of like, 15 years in the game. So he's always been kind of like guiding me through the whole process. Um, but when we finally got right with the script, I was like, hey, bro, I think we got it. Yeah. And um, like, okay, let's go. Let's set up a casting column. And then we got to work, found the building, you know, to to do the casting call. We were hoping people were going to show up, and ended up well, three, four hours of consecutive people just in and out of the spot, and we were like, man, like this is happening. And at that point, we couldn't stop. And so we, after we that casted everybody, you know, we started getting the production. You know, uh, we got to get locations and all this and all that stuff, and it just happened. And once you start, and uh, like you actually got something on film, it was.
4: Hard. It was we couldn't stop at that point. And the thing about it is a lot of folks are scared of their dreams or they're scared to put the work in. But it, I was watching Damon John before we came in here and it, somebody, he was interviewing somebody and it was like, just start, like start before you're ready. Just go and do it. And, you know, if you go back 15 years ago and look at some of the stuff I did, it wasn't as good, but just start and start doing the Same thing with the web series. Um It's just, we did the casting call. After you do the casting call, I was like, all right, let's get locations. Like, Bam, 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 bam. And then we did the two pilot episodes, which is episode one and two. Mm-hmm. Then we went back to the drawing board and wrote six more episodes right. and kind of uh, reimagined the entire season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at that point, you know, once you take one step, like Pratt was saying, mm-hmm. you've got to take the you next one. Go. You know, right. and it's sometimes it's harder to quit. You know, like Kanye said, mm-hmm. uh, you know, giving up is hard and trying or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, what's the long term goal? watched uh netflix you know Issa Rae has uh given us the blueprint with uh, insecure because she had awkward black girl insecure is pretty much just a um a high budget version of awkward black girl yeah. um so we want to take that, that that same approach and we want to be on hbo showtime netflix um that that that's the end goal and um we think there's just like you know we did this out of our own pockets yeah. and when i'm watching insecure Sometimes they're telling the same jokes. Like, like writing is something you can't like right. with a big writers' room and experience stuff. They can, they can, you know, identify plot points that are weak. Yeah. But aside from that, like, Issa Rae tells some of the same jokes and covers some of the same topics that we cover. Mm-hmm. You know, or like, you know, the sh- new show Rail on Fox. We, yeah. we yeah. went to the premiere and I heard a, a situation and a joke. Just like our, like just like our, our, just like our they So they had several situations yeah. that were just yeah. like in our show, and we, we yeah. can we, we we have that same talent, right? We just have to get in front of the right people, mm-hmm. right? So that that's the end goal is to, you know, we love Dallas and we hope this stays in Dallas, but we're not stuck in being Dallas famous. Right. We want right. to be just like all of us. We want right. to like we want to grow yeah. up and be, you know, and national and. Expand us because we all got talent. There's a lot of talent in the city. Every work. actor and every crew member— uh, one actor from Houston, but all of, everybody's from Dallas. All yeah, of, everybody say, all, on the soundtrack. Yeah, all right. the soundtrack. Even you on the yeah, soundtrack. Right, right, right. <laughs> <like that>. Everything, <laughs> like everything that. is
1: very, very Dallas, and much like uh in *Insecure*. Yeah. You know, they keep everything very LA-based. Yeah. Um, you kind of feel like you're in LA. You all know, right. for that hour that you escape into right. uh insecure yeah. you really feel like you're in LA experiencing some of the things that these characters are feeling and it's the same thing um, that you get from the watch right. is that you're you you know you're kind of in Dallas and you're experiencing what Dallas sites experience on a day to day right
2: you know i make a reference about you know sweet george brown yeah, yeah you exactly. yeah, yeah and you see T Jones T-Jones. I'm like
1: i'm about to yeah. say that yeah I was yeah. like do they still say that <laughs> <the> <laughs> <It's laughs>
2: I go but you know like once you get deeper into the episodes you know you see these drone shots of the ball and it's shot so beautifully. like um you know you remember uh the show Dallas uh, you know oh, yeah. Well, uh, U. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah but you've never seen i even like that's like our the biggest show from Dallas. Yeah. Right, but guess Dallas what?
1: Time, you never saw the the, the 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 in the intro where they're flying in the helicopter. Right. Like that was new. Right. Like seeing like the the cityscape and right. from, from a from a high vantage point, even that if you go back as far you're like, I've never seen any shots like
2: that. But yeah, see we was all we were all over Dallas with these shots. So you know it's Dallas yeah. and it feels like Dallas. Feels like, and, yeah. and that's what we want to, to, to bring nationally. Because you've never seen Dallas in this life. I mean, you know, we're a huge city, but we don't get the love that we need. I me mean, the number one skyline. And I, was I just like telling, and
1: I was just telling Fat, I would much rather, and this is real talk, I would much rather watch The Wash than to watch Real Housewives of Dallas. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, wow.
3: Okay. Yeah, I just tweeted them. That I got a bad mouth on Twitter. trash.
2: <laughs> I, I stay talking <laughs> shit. man. Yeah. Well, but it, but, but, so it's a lot of great filmmakers, uh, and they don't yeah. get uh, the appreciation or the notoriety uh, that they deserve because the, the market is just so like stepped on like nobody knows that it's great shows right. and it's great content. Well yeah
1: I mean when you look at uh, Queen of the South is uh, yeah. filming yeah. some, some stuff here yeah, as well.
2: They, but they still didn't give you
1: dollars. No, stuff. they, they just used generic, generic stuff. Generic yeah. stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. you couldn't even pinpoint
3: yeah. where you were. The only reason we knew it because you're from Dallas, you're like, I know that street. You know what I but, mean? But but, yeah. If you're from out of town, you to tell, think you was
2: in LA or something. You know, you went somebody up from you. Chicago who notices is Dallas if right. you watch,
3: watch. And, watch
4: and, right. and, and what I wanted to do as far as with like the big drone shots is, you know, the first shot is the most important shot in, in any movie. It kind of yeah. sets the tone. And it was very important for us because when you get labeled a web series, I don't know if I wanna watch this. So our very first shot is this epic drone shot that goes up and down like, oh, this ain't no, we ain't playing around. Right. But also I want us to look at Dallas like you look at New York. You right, see right. these wide like uh, uh, Statue of Liberty and you see these big buildings and like, man, that's a big city. Right. So is Dallas. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm amazed every time I'm coming up 45 South and I see that skyline or right. and all stuff. And that's what I wanted to show that yeah. Dallas, we ain't no country bumpkins. Right. <laughs> what was your
1: inspiration uh, behind capturing shots like that and having looks like that? Who did you, who did you draw inspiration from?
4: So, um as far as the drone shots, I I, I mean
1: just cinematography. Yeah,
4: oh, just cinematography yeah. so um there's some Spike Lee stuff in it. I watched, uh, see Spike Lee. Um, Atlanta, now season two, I'm glad I, I watched season two of Atlanta after we got done filming because it would have totally screwed me up and I would have been trying to mimic them. So season two, you might see a little bit of it. What I really do is I, like, I'm always watching even in commercials. Like when I was when I was with the Texas Rangers doing commercials, sometimes I'd be watching something and I'd be like, let me take my iPhone out and, and, and film it. And I'll just take that little piece and uh, try different stuff. I was watching Insecure and there was actually a shot above her head, and it was coming like across like this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I was gonna do something similar like that in a season two, in right. episode one of season two. Um, so I kind of recorded it to kind of see how they did it. So I'm always I can't like name one person, but um, there was one scene in episode when you did the church scene. What's church episode six? six. Um, where it's three of him. So he's yeah. having a conversation with, with three myself. versions yeah. of himself yeah. in the same room. So no. it's uh, Regular Mark, the Angel Mark, and the Devil Mark. Yeah. And the name of the episode is uh, Chush. Chush. And um, there was the guy that played Omar on the Wire. What's his real name? Michael. Look it up. Scarface. Yeah, yeah, so he yeah, has a big scar. Yeah, um, um, anyway, so he did a video a while back that I remember where he did four characters that he's played in the past. Four iconic characters. And I was like, you know what? Let me try to do something like that. You know. So it's hard I, I pick and choose from different and sometimes it's kinda like what I was saying earlier about Dak being exposed. I try not to expose um, yeah, that's him. Uh, Michael uh, Michael Williams, yeah. Michael yeah. K okay, Williams. I try not to expose us too much, right? So I try to do manageable shots, you know, and stuff that we can we can pull off and still look legit legit. yeah and
1: uh, what i see a lot of um shows doing right now is playing with time one of my favorite shows right now is this is us and they play with time a lot uh where they're uh following the parents Mm. and their marriage from the time when they first met and then you also flip to their children who are grown at this time and having their own families and now uh this past well now it's probably been two weeks ago yeah. um, you see the evolution of the children's children yeah. now being introduced into a storyline so you're watching three z- uh, generations simultaneously yeah
4: yeah no, that's, that's that's amazing that, that, that is it's, yeah. it's, it's,
1: it's a mind it's really a mind fun we, okay I ain't gonna yeah. lie we try not
4: be like we try to do something like that with the opening montage yeah, yeah. Um, which was him in 92 him in 2003 yeah. and him in present, present day yeah. um, which is difficult to do because at our level, we don't have child actors. Right. So we, the, 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 five-year-old Mark did an amazing, amazing job. Mark. So did the, uh, what was teenage it? Mark. the teenage Mark. Yes. Um, so yes. what you try to do then and what I learned, like working at ESPN and the Rangers is like, it's kind of like almost when you're working with athletes yeah. and this is what I d- tried to do with most characters, cast them as themselves right. or something close to themselves.
1: Like we saw with Josh, Josh wise and his character. Yes. yes.
4: Yes. Right. Josh. So yeah. just be, try to be yourself it's kind of like 50 and get rich about or ti and and atl um they played themselves so they came off as authentic now when you start putting people in situations trying to act then you know it, it gets dicey
1: that's a that's a great point that you uh do bring up is uh for people that are wanting to be actors i know fat is an inspiring actor he's he's had a, a few uh roles that have been um that that have been um put out there but as an actor if somebody just wanted to get dive into acting yeah. what should they do how should they do it what should they be who should they be learning from
2: uh, so my advice would be to and I'm nobody but just like said my, my advice would be to first go get a class uh, pick up a book yeah. uh, book I read is a uh, uh, by Ivana, uh, Ivana Chubbuck, the Chubbuck method learn some methods learn all the methods find out what works for you uh, and then, you know, hone your craft. Do monologues by yourself, you know. Um, find other actors that you can just kind of play off of and just look, grow your craft. Like, this, is, this, is, this isn't something that you can just say, hey, I can do this. Nah, and I have to learn it the hard way, too. Like, you really have to find these characters in you and to, to portray them the way uh, that you want them to, or that's going to come off the screen. And, you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, I would say
4: definitely find a class and get around a group of like minded actors who want the same goal. And the thing with, like, web series and content nowadays is that technology is rising, costs are going down. Mm-hmm. So, like we did, you can make your own series. This mm-hmm. couldn't have happened 20, 30 years ago because yeah. you needed big budgets. So there's a, there's a few people on our characters that are ad-lib characters. Yeah. They showed up as extras mm-hmm. yeah. and ended up in the show as characters. Yeah. They were so funny yeah. um, that we had to incorporate them in other episodes. And then some people... That showed up um, for casting call they might not have made it for this character but it was like hey we want you for this character and then like so long story short just show up as an extra go to sets right. experience what it's right. like study what the actors are doing on set right. and then you can take some from that and then if you're just around you know directors producers they're like hey man we need another body you yeah. know like we had one character our bartender had to leave for a scene he was like one of our extras was like hey man we need you to be the bartender now. So he had yeah. three he, three speaking roles yeah. now. So um, just show up and get on set. There's a lot of creators, especially in Dallas, looking for people. Um, like you said, take classes and like study the greats. You know, right. so, you know the the Denzels, the, the Morgan Carrey's, Freemans, Jim Carries, uh, and don't Man, don't just do and funny. don't yeah. just yeah. do one yeah. type of movie, right? Yeah. You know, saying if you're a black actor, don't just do black cinema. Right. Go study you know, the Robin Williams, right. the, uh, like I said, Jim Carrey, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks like uh, study it all, DiCaprio, Russell Crowe. Crow. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's a lot of, them, yeah.
2: man. I, I just, and, uh, and we were just talking about Jim Carrey, like Jim Carrey, within the past two weeks, it just became like my favorite yeah. actor. <laughs> like I was watching the mask, uh, along, uh, like a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, how, how like you, he yeah. played both of them characters. And it was like, over the top, was able like, to bring it back. The range yeah. was crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, and
1: not only that, um, his body language, yeah. how he's able to to put the whole body, a being of himself, into a character.
2: I really just feel like he's one of the most underrated actors, actors of, of his time. Right? Yeah. Like, he, because because he's a funny man. He's a funny man first, but you know you see him in the serious role. He can carry that. You know what I mean? But with him, uh, Leo DiCaprio, yeah. uh, uh, of course, there's a you know just off the strength will. Of course, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean, this is some of the people are out when they're on TV. I'm sitting down and I'm watching and I'm not only just watching, you know, I'm taking notes. I'm trying to figure out, hey,
4: you know, why you made that decision. You know, what right. I mean? and, and, and I know look at their old stuff, too. Don't just look at the new stuff. Look at their progression. Look, yeah. at, go look at old Denzel movies and see how Ooh, he's changed, changed yeah. over over the years mm-hmm. and. You know, and young directors, go look at old movies. Like, one of my favorite is She's Gotta Have It, which is Spike Lee's first movie. Not the series now, yeah. but the first movie. Right. Go watch that and see how he did it because there's still stuff you can pull off, you know. Right. And it's good for me because Spike still has an independent mind. Yeah. So I can look at some of his stuff he does, even in his current series, right. and I'm like, I can do that, you know. Because he he's done big movies, but he still has an independent mind. Can I ask y'all a final question? On my, this yeah. is just my final question. Uh, since y'all
3: doing the series... I want i was gonna to do top five movies but i guess i should do maybe like top five tv shows yeah. Ooh, or series be, <laughs> oh yeah just, yeah let's do a tv show let's i never really t- asked
4: people t- this t- question, tv so. shows um, uh fresh prince is one of my favorites mm-hmm. uh what oh hold on hold on before we go there that's going through childhood stuff. So. um the wire uh breaking bad um mm-hmm. the simpsons uh there's no fresh prince in there and the jamie fox show <laughs> 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 And that, that, those. those Jamie Foxx is just a personal favorite from when I was a kid. Yeah, but Jamie The wi- the Wire is like the goat of all TV shows. The show, for sure, for mm. sure. See, now you're going to make, like,
2: you brought up serious stuff. I was just going to go, yeah. I'm going to run down the
3: line. Do <laughs> man. Fucking name
2: them all there, bro. No, no. So, Martin, hands down, was like my yeah. favorite. Like, I, I, could, I, like that, I remember TV because of yeah. Martin. Uh, of course, you know, you had The Martin, Jamie Foxx, and Wayne's, brothers. I always love that type of stuff. But maybe on a more serious note, uh, like you said, uh, uh, what was my show? The Newsroom, yeah, out. Aaron Sorkin was yeah, one, of good, yeah. favorite, uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite, Warwalk Empire uh, was one of my favorite shows, uh, who else did I like a lot, man, uh, I, I'll leave it at that,
4: like, that's it, yeah. the new, new show on Netflix, uh, 7 Seconds, Uh, Regina Hall just oh, yeah, I haven't oh, oh, yeah, yeah. seen oh, all, all, of the that all, all of that, all of
2: that, yeah.
3: Out to <laughs> but
4: this really is like a golden age of uh, television. And it has to do with technology mm-hmm. becoming it's, it's more accessible, more accessible and mm-hmm. also it's cheaper for the theaters as well. Yeah. So you're seeing series shot like movies, right? right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you mm-hmm. would like these. Are, these look like feature films, but you're right. getting eight of them. Right. Right. House of Cards was uh, was amazing House of for a are while. Are too amazing. Yeah. Yeah. When they come back, when, I mean, the fuck Kevin Spacey was. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there,
1: there's tons of great. Um, Television out right now tons of great movies out right now, and I really feel like um, You know black people are able to tell their stories um, Which is something that you know has rarely been done and and when you see people like uh, Ava DuVernay and uh, uh, Lena Waithe Who has a a couple of phenomenal series and movies? I think that are uh, on the platform are coming mm -hmm. out Uh, Michael B Jordan who Uh, will be doing two Tom Clancy movies. Mm -hmm. I think that's huge um, that he got cast like that, and I think he's also going to be cast as Superman. I, heard, I, heard I,
3: I don't know rumor. if that's a rumor. Or okay, not. I, I, I heard. I heard. Been. I don't know if it's going to go through. America ready for a black Superman?
4: Hell I don't know. Man. I mean,
1: but but for Michael B. Jordan to play in the lead character in two of Tom Clancy's movies, yeah, that's, that's a big it. thing. That says white America's ready.
4: Hey, Michael B. Jordan is like the Jackie Robinson of movies because he gave us a Black Rocky a black superhero (laughs) He's gonna be a black he's He's changing the culture (laughs)
2: definitely
1: well The Wash is also changing the uh, the
4: culture (laughs) as well
1: Um, so y'all make sure y'all go check it out where can they actually see and get caught up with everything The
4: Wash so we are on almost every platform you can imagine we even got a SoundCloud link with our soundtrack Mm -hmm. but uh, washseries.com washedseries.com is where all the episodes we're um, on. The soundtrack's posted behind the scenes. We got everything you want on there. You can even buy a hat. Not this one, because this one's special edition. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything's on WatchSeries.com. We're also on IG, YouTube, Watch Series. We try to keep it consistent. Yeah, you know?
2: yeah and we're trying to get to season two. So,
4: look at the camera and I say, listen, <laughs> listen, we want to get to
2: season two, man. <laughs> we funded this whole thing out of me and his pocket. Mortgage, wife, kids, all that. We need your help, man. GoFundMe.com slash WatchSeries all donations matter dollar two dollars we love if you give us five hundred thousand but listen man it's great content it's made right here in your city we love your support
1: and not to mention it's putting people to work here in dallas oh, you know what i'm saying giving them opportunities as a platform if you want to uh be an actor director stagehand. I'm sure you could use some help yes, on oh, the yeah, back end, oh, yeah, right?
4: And, and that's one of the points I want to make. It, like, we're asking people in season one, we asked them to do it for free. 16-hour right. days. We did back-to-back 16-hour 16 16 days because right. we could only afford the Airbnb, Airbnb for, for one, days. Days. <laughs> one weekend. So, we, like, and, like, a lot of these people are teachers. So, we left at fo- The last scene between him and the main character uh, and Nadir and the show, Maya, was shot at 3 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, we had to pack up. They had, Nadir is a teacher, and he, you know, they had to go to work. Be at work, what, 8 a.m., 9 a.m., whatever? So, like, anyway, we asked them to do it free. So, like you're saying, season two, we want to pay people. It's hard to ask people to give their creative talents. and Because nowadays, people ask for creativity for free. Right. I had somebody, I got my own agency. They asked me to do some, uh, give some ideas for free. I was like, no. I was like, that's my whole capital. That's my whole currency, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't want to ask people to give their creativity for free. So, that's the whole reason why we want to step our game up, pay people in the season 2.
2: Right? And we can always get and we can get better. I mean, like even yeah. though the quality of the show is great, we yeah. always want to be better. We want to reach new heights. We want to put the city on the map in a yeah. way that, you know, everybody can feel comfortable bragging yeah. on, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah.
1: Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Well, we will definitely be supporting the wash. Check them out. It's thewash.com, thewashseries.com. Wash, the see, wash,
2: washseries.com. Washseries.com.
1: Okay, they got they got it. Okay, <laughs> they got it. What I need to tell you is make sure you get in the game, G-E-T-N-T-H-A game. Uh, Check us out on Vertigo. You can find us Saturday and Sunday from 4 to 6. And also hit that subscribe button on iTunes. We are dropping new content, new podcasts just for you every single Monday.
3: All right. Now, uh, where can they find you at? I am Fat Pimp on social media. And I'm going to just say this. Next time somebody asks you what should they watch, y'all mention this series. And I'm not just saying that because I feel like the only way people are going to be successful in this world is when the right person hears the right information. All right. You're gonna, it's just like a new song. Every time I hear a new song, I might call Kiki like, have you heard this? Like Wayne drop, you know, this yeah. night. I'm going to tell somebody he about is Wayne. So people need, is it tonight? Yeah, it's Monday, Thursday. It's oh, Thursday. okay. Thursday. It's, okay. Yeah, it's Thursday. Okay. Okay. So my whole point is just, you know, people that's tuned in right now, support y'all. Support y'all. Support, support
2: y'all. That's Com. the only way we're going to watch. watch
3: Series.com. One more time.
2: Watchseries.com.
1: And remember, you can't win it if you're not in it. So make sure you get in the game.
3: What I need everybody to do right now is grab out your smartphone and follow Get in the Game on Facebook, Instagram at G E T N T H A G A M E. Get That's in the game. That's right, baby, man. And if you're a Twitter head, you
1: got 140 characters for us. Hit us up underscore Get in the Game. G E T N T H A Game. We want to hear from you.